2: yes what's good everybody welcome back to veterans minimum today i'm joined by uh, one of my longest friends i've known you for how long Oof, we gotta be going
1: back at least 15 years to this point yeah, I think right
2: like sixth grade yeah, and then yeah. we got super close in high school forever my guy john johnny pretzels glad to be here <laughs> love the nickname
1: courtland's courtland's
2: finest yo back-to-back courtland dudes bro i just realized i had sam on yeah there I, I
1: watched that i heard it it was great shout out to sam shout out to sam shout out
2: to c-state <laughs> bro crazy um you know i was telling you this i don't, I don't think you knew it at the time but Aljamain Sterling, who's the champ now because of the disqualification, yes, yes. but you know on on UFC.com, he's he's the champion bantamweight, yeah. the former
1: Cortland guy. We were actually together at the same there at the same time. I didn't know who he was, never met him, but you know I'm always rooting for the Cortland guys. It's great to see that they're succeeding. Yeah, and, uh, John Bones Jones actually also is from that area up there in uh, Upper um, Western New York, I guess. Uh, it's cool. I guess it. Pre- it was a big wrestling school Mm. big sports school um yeah so it's great great to see people succeeding from there it's always you know makes me smile it's a great thing
2: yeah bro i remember we came and we visited you one time epic and it was (laughs) this this is going to be a throwback especially how big he's gotten now kendrick lamar opened up for steve ioki yes he did good kid mad city good kid mad city and you have Another another thing with John. Randomly, me and you have been on mad vacations together, bro. That's how we got to do it, man. M- Miami, Cancun, uh, even Vegas, we we connected out there, too. And what was funny was you have one of my favorite vacation moments, bro. It was Let's when, hear it. When we were in Please, Cancun. Don't remind me. <laughs> you might not remember this. <laughs> Stop but, yo, the... we were in Cancun, and Tiesto was playing. Oh, yes, The yes. Tiesto night. And uh, this is like... I've
1: tell the story i've actually met him after that really yeah yeah Yo, so this is
2: this is like the early explosion of the edm house music era right like this was 2010 our spring break 11 years ago yo it might be to the date honestly yeah it It was like spring
1: break week Yeah. yeah
2: so we go there and um tim was on this vacation too tim johnny uh our boy will shouts to will manny and uh Yo, we go to CTS though because it's our last night and they're building the whole fucking set like on the beach.
1: On the beach, yep. And bro... (laughs) Packed. Packed, yeah. Thousands of people. Yeah. Security with massive machine guns. It was
0: great.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yo, there's one part where I look (laughs) over at you and you're like miserable. (laughs) You're just miserable and I'm like, yo, like, I was like, yo, bro, how drunk are you? You're like, yo, I'm I'm pretty drunk but I'm not even upset at that. I was like, yo, what's wrong, man? We're all having a good time. You're like, Dude, it's been the same song for 45 minutes because of yeah, like
1: the beats. Of course. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't tell the difference between song one and song ten. It just sounded like the repeat. <laughs> it's just the same loop going over and over again. But uh, what are you going to do, you know? Your reaction
2: was just priceless, man. It was one of those things where you had to be there. So, what's what's a Cancun story you were going to bring up?
1: So, it wasn't a Cancun story. It was actually a Tiesto story. Um, A couple years after that, I went out to the city to the Ganzavort, and my buddy knew the the bouncer was packed in the front. So, he brought us around the back. The Ganzavort's on the rooftop. Shout out, VIP. Yeah. yeah. Good. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, we were, you know, we got around the back. We're waiting there. There's an elevator that gets us up. And uh we're just waiting there with a couple of people online. And my buddy who's right behind me starts like tapping me on the shoulder. He's like bugging out. He's like, hey man, hey man, that's Tiesto behind us. And like he's literally right behind us. I have no idea what he looks like. You know, I, I could the only other time I remember Tiesto was from this can from Cancun and just being there and not and uh not really enjoying his set. Um mm. and my buddy starts bugging out, starts asking him for photos. And Tiesto's like, hey, man, I'm just here with my wife and her friend. You know, we're just trying to take it easy tonight. They ended up going up to the Red Room, which is, a, I guess, a smaller part of the Gansevoort uh, nightclub there and more private. And, um, you know, I go over to him and I'm like, hey, hey, ex- nice to meet you. You know, excuse my buddy. He's, uh, he's a little starstruck at the moment. But uh, it's a pleasure. And I hope you guys have a great night. And he's like, yeah, thank you, too, man. He's like 6'4". He's a, really? Yeah, he's a big dude. Like, you wouldn't really expect him, um, you know. He was like a, he, he could have been a bouncer. Like, he was a bigger guy. I was a little shocked. But, uh, yeah, very cool, down-to-earth guy. And he's like, as he, before he went up in the elevator, he's like, hey, you two men have a great night. And that was it, you know. Little did he know, I, I, I do not like his music. <laughs> 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 yeah, bro. If you see this, like, it's all good, man. It's all love. Yo, God uh, bless. Back to business, though. <laughs> dude,
2: I met His new I, single. I met um, I met Chris Berman one time. Oh yeah, he's huge. He's like six four. Back, 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 back. Yeah, back, back. he's just he's massive, and also Dan Levitard too.
1: Really, in a, in a Starbucks in Miami. Dan just, Levitard, really? Yeah, he I, Berman I, looks like a big guy on TV. When when you compare him to the other. NFL players he does um, right. talk shows with you know you could kind of see like comparatively uh, so I'm
2: waiting for um to get something from Starbucks and he's like literally right in front of me but he has his back to me and he has his hat low and I haven't really made out in my mind who it is and then the barista's like oh Dan baby what's going on and know then, him on
1: a first name basis
2: and then <laughs> I'm like oh oh shit I was like yo Dan Levitard man big fan you know A big fan, listen to your show all the time. Spoiler: I don't, but it was just something. (laughs) (laughs) Just had to say. But I I have have listened in the the past. He's like, "Oh, thanks, buddy. What are you? What are you in town for?" I was like, "Oh, you know, the basketball party." He's like, "Oh, be careful!" And then he just like walked away. That was it. Enjoy uh, the coffee, Dan. Yeah, enjoy the coffee, (laughs) dude. um, Speaking of Miami, speaking of vacations. There's something I've always mentioned about Miami in particular. You're a degenerate just like I am in the yes. sense, like, we like to gamble. Got to Want to open it. up with some betting talks.
1: Let's do it. Miami, right. you're
2: familiar with the Miami flu, right?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Right?
1: Got to show love. up there. You got to go to live on the Sunday, right? <laughs> Yo, I have uh, I was telling this story
2: but, recently. To uh, I went out and got some drinks in Brooklyn with uh, Impey and some of his buddies, and they were degenerates. We were watching the NCAA tournament last week. Yeah. And I was telling them the story of when we went for Danny's bachelor party that it was either Friday. It was a Friday night game, I think. Yeah, it was a Friday night game. Sorry, it was a Saturday night game. Oh, yeah. I, and they were playing the Brooklyn Nets. I got word from a source, a friend who works at uh, 11, that the Nets were there until 7 a.m. There you go. So the heat, were this was, this was Dion Waiter's heat. This is like 2000. Yeah, so they're underdogs. Yeah, and they were a three-point dog. And I just yeah. remember telling all the guys, yo, we should bet them. Take them. And they're like, nah, man, the Nets, whatever. It's like D'Angelo Russell Nets. And when I'm like, dude, they were out partying until 7 a.m. They're yeah. not going to be able to. At halftime, they were down 33. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. They chalk up the
1: L. The, the coach at the time
2: knew that they like, this we is. We fucking uh... took those points and ran with them, brother. Straight <laughs> to the bank. We fucking loved it, but dude, you like uh, you like to gamble. What what sport do you like to gamble on the most? Would you say uh, basketball? Definitely. Yeah.
1: Uh, baseball is a little tougher. Do me a yeah. favor, just move the, the a- mic absolutely, just absolutely. Yeah. Um, baseball tends to be a little harder. Uh, I I do enjoy gambling on basketball. Also, it's a little more just because I like to watch random games. Um, football in the NFL obviously is a huge, huge in the gambling world. Um, I just find that I'm more accurate when it comes to basketball betting. So I tend to stay with that. Um, you like, that's basically, yeah.
2: You like game to game. You like futures. Like where, where do you think you're strongest at or
1: what do you prefer? Sure. So, uh, I do tend to like futures, just because you can hedge your way out of certain bets if they. And we can go further into that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, bro, you don't gotta tease me with a good time. Yeah. We start talking betting. And I'm, a, you know, I'm a futures guy, right? Absolutely. I very rarely bet game yeah. to game, day to day. I really need to love something for me yes. to put a a a game or a fight like it's very specific but i love i'm telling you about nfl props every time we work out together every
1: single time so it's it's very hard to accurately depict what's going to occur every single night um and be successful and betting you have to have you have to be 55 percent accurate to break even and make money um so to have that 10 win spread you know from 55 to 45 um you, you have to be pretty damn good and you have to have a lot of luck going on your side. So on a day to day basis, it's very hard to be successful in anything, whether it's in picking stocks, you know, finance, betting, um, picking odds, probabilities. So taking those longer future bets and having the ability to hedge your way um, down from your initial position is a way to most likely succeed in the long term. If you, if you're doing it, you know,
2: consistently. How, how similar is the stock market to sports betting, would you say? Um, it's different. Um, because there's know, been a lot of guys that were Wall Street that dudes that become professional yes. sports bettors. Yes. Most famously, uh, Joe Pita. I told you about his book. I think it's uh, Trading Bases. Yes. He was a Wall Street day trader. And then he created this formula. And he won like 1.5. Four or five yeah. million dollars
1: uh, betting baseball. Yep, it's all in that analytics, and baseball is the sport to yeah. do it with. Um, you know, in the market with stocks, um, you can you can value them. There is a valuation metric. You know, you can see whether something is expensive at the moment or um, underpriced, undervalued. Um, so, you know, based on historical numbers, current numbers, where current market conditions are, um, it's it's kind of the same in that. If you look at it, if you transition to sports, um, it's hard to judge current performance on past performance at times in sports, especially over a game to game basis, Mm. Um, you know, because you just don't know what's going to occur on any given night. Like what you mentioned earlier with the heat and Miami, I mean, the heat, I'm sorry, the heat and, and the nets. Yeah. Um, the nets were favored, but you know there's that that little that wrinkle in there that they're in Miami that night. Yeah, and they're partying till seven a.m. You know, so like on a day to day basis, it's tough to to succeed. But if yeah, you're doing hit- if you're doing daily fantasy, yeah. then you probably have a you can run those numbers that mm-hmm. absolutely uh, that this gentleman did, and he became successful from it. You know, so on that aspect, yes, you can definitely draw comparisons. But if you're just taking like lines and stuff um i don't think they're very similar in that aspect because it's hard to to judge value yeah you know it's interesting you bring up daily fantasy because i think
2: that's where the comparisons are the most accurate between like i don't know dick about stocks i'm not gonna pretend like i do but i know the daily fantasy really well and that whole aspect and a lot of it is you know it's it's predictive analytics right which is which is funny because one time i was at a at a bar and some girl asked me like oh what do you do for a living I don't know why but I was with a buddy of mine who's uh, one of my customers he's actually a uh, data analysis for this like big fortune 500 company and he says that he you know he's predictive analytics is like his thing so i just started to the girl and i was yeah, like sure i was like yeah i uh <laughs> i work at and i mentioned his company and i go his company in veterans minimum i'm in predictive analytics yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like oh my god that's I so impressive things. i was like yeah you know i have all these like data models and i try to predict outcomes on the upcoming weekends <laughs> and my friend just started laughing he's like you know you're not entirely wrong with what you're doing with your excel sheets and shit but you're doing it for daily fantasy he's yeah. like it was just
1: hysterical no, Excel, Excel is very powerful. Yeah, and you can be
2: surprised. Well, it's it's really it's really ruined daily fantasy for my friends and I, who I like to build one lineup. I'm yeah. a I'm a very predominantly one lineup base player, single entry only, because there's different kind of tournaments you can enter when you do daily fantasy. There's single entry. Yeah. There's cash games, which is basically half the field gets paid, so the top fifty percent get paid. And then you have, like, the the Millie Maker, right? Which is the most popular tournament on DraftKings. Million dollars to first. Every fucking weekend they have it. And that one is basically the lottery. There's, like, Mm -hmm. 600,000 entries. Players can max enter 150 times. You shouldn't really play those. That you need... You literally need to hit the nuts, to use the poker term, on all nine of your spots. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely, right? And... With DFS, what's happened is a lot of the Wall Street professional poker players have transitioned into Daily Fantasy, and they run these Excel stuff, and they do optimizers, which
1: spits out lineups for them. Yep. It's hard to compete with that. Yeah, extremely tough, especially if they're entering 50 lineups to year one. Right. Or two. Um, That's
2: why picking contests, it might be even more important than the lineup you put together because- if if you're a professional DFS player and I'm your average Joe and mm-hmm. you go in there mass-entering 150 lineups to my one, I'm drawing dead. Yeah, That's yep. why you should, if you're only building one lineup, you should play the single entry where even if John's a professional and you have a million-dollar bankroll, the if we're 50, both 50s. doing a $50 yeah. lineup single entry, sort of levels the playing field
1: there. Yep, absolutely. I mean, that is the way to go If you if you're... Just a small-time player, you know. You're just gambling for fun. You want to watch, you know, the games tonight or next week, whenever it may be. That's that's the way to go. Um, to to enter a one of these big lineups and think you're going to hit one of the prizes is high, highly unlikely. Um, it's it's just like you're giving the big guys the money at that point. Um, but I wanted to touch on some NBA odds now that uh, LeBron James is hurt. Mm. He recently got hurt this week and. Which the, also, the landscape has shifted yes, in the odds world. Right, right, right. In the NBA world.
2: This was a topic that I definitely <laughs> wanted to touch with you. And, and I want to use it, LeBron Jordan, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk about that because we can have those conversations at another time. But two players who are in the GOAT discussion, right? And there's two different cases I think you can make for both. Mm-hmm. The longevity and the duration for LeBron absolutely that's a big part of his greatness and what makes him unique right and he has the hardware dude not we're gonna dismiss just the resume for mj just to continue with this point on lebron where what you said he got hurt now yeah bro he's never been hurt
1: hardly very very few times like when has he missed time other than it being optional correct from a couple of years ago and uh on the lakers where yeah but he was got there trash, and it
2: was like young lonzo he yeah. kind of knew that uh like, yeah, what are we gonna uh, do the sixth seed, like yeah. let me just cash it in and i'm gonna pull my groin these last 30 games yeah yeah that's <laughs> just sit besides <laughs> that yeah and then they come back the next yeah, year and they do course. what they did
1: so yeah that's why i don't he, this is the first time that he's been hurt bro uh yeah absolutely he had i think a back issue on cleveland for a little bit um in the early 2010s i'm am i'm, I'm I may be missing on the year, but I'm thinking it's 2011. But other than that, he really has not missed any time. I Um, still think that was, like, optional. Yeah. Like, because,
2: you know, that was at the time when they were having all the outrage of, you know, the Heat are coming into town, and I paid $300 to watch them, and I'm in Milwaukee. At the time, Milwaukee, they don't have Giannis yet. So it's like, yo, you're paying. Dude, even the Knicks, for the longest time, you were buying tickets to see other teams come in yes so you're a hawks fan you're like yo i just spent 300 dollars on these tickets i bought them four months ago to get them cheap and lebron's gonna sit out Mm -hmm. personal issues like you couldn't have that with the spurs so i think all that stuff was all just bs it was just like a leave of absence without getting in trouble it's
1: not out of the question he's notorious for um cruising during the regular season he he's he's really just trying to put in the playoff time you know if uh he takes nights off here or there it's you know he's really transitioned his game um drastically in the last few years just to increase his longevity you know he's become a mainly a perimeter guy um and he you know he he really just goes from three-point line to three-point line and occasionally he'll slash um if you've been watching his game recently but uh yeah, it's, it's basically to extend his career, to put less miles on his body. Um, right now, I, I, I wanted to do a little, I did a little research, actually, and I came up with his minutes total, career minutes total. So currently, LeBron James is seventh all-time in minutes, 49,900. Now, is that? Regular season. Okay, you beat me to yeah. it. Yeah, so he's seventh all-time. Uh, Kareem is at first with 57,000. So you figure if he gets it two two to two and a half thousand uh, minutes per year, he will eclipse that in maybe three four years, um, which is a possibility. Um, in the playoffs, he is in first all time minutes played, all time playoff minutes played with ten thousand eight hundred. Second all time is Duncan with nine
2: thousand three hundred. And that's a
1: significant lead, hugely. Lead. Yeah, and. You can say he's going to at least add a couple more seasons seasons of those playoff minutes up. So this man has played, probably going to play more minutes than anyone, any other NBA player in history. I think that 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 in itself is unbelievable. You know, just the amount of miles you go through is insane. Yeah, man, that gotta Quite be. Impressive. A, yeah,
2: that's a big part of your. Yeah, so
1: when greatness, you go back, and... yeah, when you go back to like the MJ, uh, LeBron talk. Like that that has to be one of the if not the top thing we're gonna talk about when we talk about him fifty years from now. You know, when you look back at his career when um when it's all said and done and generations who haven't seen him play talk talk about him, you know, and like or compare him. You're like, how do you compare this man that you haven't seen play? You're like, this dude has played sixty thousand minutes. Like no one needs even touched that.
2: And he's probably gonna shatter all the the records. Well too. he's gonna
1: shatter the the points record eventually yeah. soon. Um yeah, he's already got all the playoff records. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um so So that's what just happened. Impressive. You know, I, I
2: found it interesting with the with the M V P award, man. I think mm-hmm. the odds shifted. So I'm someone that has a Joel and B ticket. Yep. And, you know, that sucked because I got him oh, yeah, at a little unfortunate. sixteen to one and yeah. Yeah, he was the favorite for a little bit, for like a week and a half, and then he goes down. Yeah. Um, so now we're looking at it on Fanduel. We got Jokic
1: as a favorite, right? Oh yeah. The
2: odds in front of you. Rattle yep. off the odds. Yeah. So
1: I'm just gonna go from the most favor from the highest favored odd position, which is Jokic. He's plus one ten. LeBron James is plus four fifty. Embiid is plus six hundred. Giannis uh, plus nine hundred. Lillard plus twelve hundred. Harden plus twelve hundred. And then I got a couple of dark horses mm. that I that I kind of found, that I found interesting. Curry plus 15, so that's 15 to 1. Uh, Chris Paul plus 250. Now, you can make there's a chance that the Suns end in first place in the West. Now, he doesn't have the gaudy numbers, the 25-10 and 10 you know that that Jokic has. But I mean, the the difference in Phoenix is Chris Paul. Mm. Like, they didn't Literally, make the playoff. Yeah. They, they, that's the, the same team plus Chris Paul. Um, so there, there's an argument he is the most valuable player if they end up being in first place in the West. Um, they're in second right now. And there's, there's a, I believe, they are three games back at the moment. Um, it's March 25th. So, you know, there's a... If they end in first, that's not a crazy long dark horse. Um, and then Mitchell plus 8,000 or... 80 to 1. 80 to 1, correct. Um, and currently, Utah's in first. So, uh, But Jokic is currently the favorite, plus 110. So, what? First of all, fuck Utah and anyone listening to this,
2: <laughs> because last year I bet them plus 450 to finish first in the regular season. In the West, I'm like, yo, I feel like them and Denver, yep. they take the regular season a little bit more serious because they are those younger, inexperienced teams in the sense of like playoff success. Mm-hmm. Like you said with LeBron, he kind of just cruises the regular season because yeah. he knows when push comes to shove, the Spurs approach. Like, mm-hmm. we just want to get in. We'll be yeah. all right. We well, you got to win on the road anyway to win yeah. a championship. So
1: we don't, we don't give a fuck. Absolutely. Another big thing with Denver and Utah is uh, they've had years playing together. So they've developed this chemistry that comes with playing together for four or five years, and uh, you really get the opportunity to beat up on less quality teams when you're playing them in the regular season. So that's why we've seen a lot of success with Denver and Utah because they're just they're destroying other teams that really don't have that chemistry. And an un- and the thing that that really isn't measured in sports is chemistry. You know, we get you, we really get, got to see it. Um, to the ultimate extent when the Warriors were together because that was also a team that was built you know over time yeah um, and it really just clicked for them it's crazy and
2: I didn't even think of the Warriors when you said chemistry I thought of what the Spurs did in 2014 or, or when the they beat the yeah. piss
1: out of Miami or the Spurs correct yeah. you know th- those are teams that have been playing together for years you know and it, it really, in a team sport like basketball, that matters. Because like fl- it's it... such a fluid. Sorry for cutting. No, you no, that's fine. But it's such a fluid sport that, you know, chemistry does matter. And you can't really put a numerical value on, you know, is Joe Inkles going to be in the corner when I drive? Like, it's really hard to, to put a number on that, yeah. you know. But um, if you're Donovan Mitchell, you know he's going to be there. Because you've been playing with him for four years. You know, so, like, it's that little, the little things like that, that, that are the reason for, you know, Utah being a first this year, Denver last year, but, like, they really can't get over the hump, or we'll see what Utah does, but Denver couldn't get over the hump last year because of, you know, LeBron James, the AD, the super team kind of thing. Um, Now,
2: you're right, you're right on the chemistry thing, and that's something that I was thinking about. I think I had this conversation, I don't know if it was on a podcast or off air, about, you're looking like even the Sixers. Or the Sixers, same thing. Look at the teams that are in first place right yeah. now. Basically, the same core of guys, with the exceptions being, you know, you throw in a Tobias Harris, yeah. which you have to. Throw in a Mike Conley. You, you're getting um, Denver, for the most part. You got an upgrade in Jamal Murray, him taking the next mm-hmm. step, which, you know, he's he's become his own, like. Description: The Jamal Murray effect, where he's an enigma. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. This this man, one game will be like superstar. Yeah. And then the next game will be like, how is he making 180?
2: Yeah. How's this guy got a max?
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But yo, it's it's funny, right? Because then on the flip side, you have teams like Brooklyn, who I think, I think you want to talk about something with the Suns being a team who basically the same team. They add Chris Paul and there you were right, three games. I have the record in front of me right yeah. now. They're twenty nine and fourteen. Utah is thirty two and eleven. So they're three games back at first. You only add Chris Paul to that Suns team. What about man, you can't make a strong case for Harden. Especially especially with two factors. You haven't really had Kyrie and Durant and you yo, the Rockets have lost. Well, I I mean, mean, they've won recently, but they lost
1: 20 games in a row, bro. Yeah. Um, You can make a case for Harden. Um, And what
2: about this one, too, where he's doing now this current Nets team that he's been on. He's basically doing what he was doing in
1: Houston. Same thing.
2: And people are loving it with the Nets. Same thing. You don't think Rockets fans are like, hey, man, (laughs) this is what he was doing all the time. And you guys (laughs) slandered the man.
1: And we were being shit on for five years. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, Harden is a phenomenon. This man has changed the way individual players play the game. He has has such a unique mind in basketball because he's not very athletic. Um, And... You know, he's really the first one who started this, like, step-back movement. Like, I'm going to, you know, just being clever with his footwork and clever with the ball, like, unlike any other player we've seen. Um, and, you know, he's he's very cerebral when he plays the game. Like, if you – a lot of his game comes – it's very simple. It comes off high screen and rolls. You know, you spread the court out. You set the, the big, the five, or the four. Whoever the top the, of the key has yeah, the pick. and then. And then he kind of he looks at the defender who's coming to hedge him and he's like, all right, what's this defender doing? And in a split second he'll make his decision. You know, like is my is my is my screener rolling or is he popping? Do I got do I got uh Joe Harris in the corner there? Or am I taking this for a left handed layup floating? And it's just he's he's become unstoppable. Like that's why you can build the offense around him. Um and that's why the last the Rockets and the Nets are kind of building that offense around him for the time being. Um, so he's just, he, he's a step ahead of the game and he's a lefty. So it, it's, it's difficult to guard lefties who are very fluid, um, you know, just because they're coming from a different angle than, you know, you're, your righty would be. Um, they and say the he's same thing about so
2: deceptive. They say the same thing about left-handed quarterbacks when they throw the ball spins a different to, way, yeah. takes wide receivers a little bit to It'll, adjust. But course. you don't think of it. You're just saying to yourself, man, it's a football. Yeah, it's the same throw. But the rotation.
1: No. You're so accustomed to it yeah. being the same way. Yeah. But it, I'm curious to see what's gonna, how Durant is really gonna, uh, mesh into this because they have he hasn't played with Durant. Mm-mm. I don't believe so. Um, so it, it's because Durant needs. He kind of needs the ball, but is he? Are you just going to stick him in a corner and watch Harden for t- 15 seconds? Like it, it's something that Steve Nash is, and the Nets are going to have to figure out, and they have to do it soon because to figure that out in the playoffs, it's not going to happen. Well, you know,
2: there there are a couple of things that is if you're if you're a Nets fan or if you're pro Nets, which futures market they were 14 to one at the start of the season. Well, Nets they're the, Lakers, they're the favorites right now. Yeah, they should be. Because you're also accounting the fact that you're going to get the ramp back in Kyrie, and then just that. So I, I like the Bucks.
1: Plus, really, plus seven fifty. I think they're. Uh, they go back to this chemistry thing that I was talking about earlier. They're playing. You know, they've played together for three years going on now. Most of that team, um, outside of Drew Holiday, outside of Drew Holiday, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and. They could make a push for that. I don't think home court advantage matters as much this season as it did in past seasons because I don't foresee stadiums being full, you know, and that that crowd momentum isn't going to be there. Um, so I don't know if the number one seed is you know the everything that has you know everything that comes with home court advantage. I don't think you get that full advantage, but you know. The Nets are currently plus two eighty, I believe. You know, if you, the Bucks are plus seven fifty, so over for triple the odds, triple the payout, you can get an e, you know, a pretty equal chance of winning a title. I, I do believe it's between those two teams and the Sixers in the East. Um, so we'll see where that goes, but this is this is a good opportunity to talk about the the hedging. So, uh For instance, the Suns are plus 30, uh, 30 to 1. Blazers are 8.5 to 1. Nuggets are 26 to 1. Sorry, the Blazers are 85 to 1. Yeah. Correct that. Um, You know.
2: 8.5, I was going to win. Yeah. I'll be like, yo, what are you talking about? You know, so like (laughs) if you
1: take one of these long dark horses, let's say you're putting, we'll make it a square number, 100, right? On one of these long dark horses. And... You know, you 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 foresee them winning their first round matchup. You know, they're a high seed. They're, they'll probably beat whoever's in six, seven, eight, mm-hmm. right? where however that shakes out. Um, and after that, you can hedge your way down to minimize your loss right. on your initial bet. You that's know, that's the
2: so best. That, that's the biggest and best uh, appeal for
1: futures market. Yeah. All right. So, you know. On the other side, so that's a West Western Conference team. So on the East, you don't want to pick the favorite, right? Because you're getting low odds there, mm-hmm. the plus two eighty. But if you pick someone like the Bucks, who who have a very realistic shot of making the championship, like they've they've been, they're 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 almost there, and there's no reason to believe they can't kind of cross the hill or get know, over the hump. Get over the hump this year, um, you know. So choosing them on the other side there would, would kind of, you know, evens your payouts a little bit. Um, And as they progress through the playoffs, you can hedge against the teams they're playing. So, you know, they're, for instance, if the bucks play the nets in the playoffs, right. It comes down to the Eastern conference finals game. You have the bucks at seven fifty. the nets are going to be favored in that series. So let's say you put 100 on the Bucs at this point, and you have, they're playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. You can now hedge your bet, bet on the Nets to win that series. And if the Nets win, then you break even. But if the Bucks go to the championship, now then you're, you have- you That still initial
2: have investment correct, of them. yeah. You
1: yeah. Know? So that's the, the kind of best way to play your odds. And if you have a long shot on the West, you know a plus 30 plus 80 plus 20 you you can you have outcomes is what i'm trying to say so you, you kind of like choose you got to find the value and then hedge away your losses and then yeah well when you have when green. you have
2: teams like in the west where say portland for example with 85 to 1 you could do a lot of hedging there
1: a ton of hedging
2: where unless you're a big better and you take a team like the bucks that could get a little tricky. Yes, I also don't agree. Okay, let's hear it. I don't like Milwaukee at all.
1: Okay, I think it's. Are you a net? You're just like yeah, fast. Like there's he, no one. The nuts are just gonna run through the east. Like I think going so, Straight yeah. through. Well, here's the thing, are right? I was nuts,
2: I was trolling. I was trolling. Happen. I was trolling Dylan because he's a Nets fan, and <laughs> I was telling him, and also just like talking on Twitter how. I'm very excited for that three of twenty-one shooting from James Harden, because you know what happens. To him you in know the it's going to happen, right? Dylan goes, "You got to stop saying that. You have a show when people are watching, because it's, he it's got Kyrie and Durant now. So if he does shoot three of twenty-one, it's not someone it's not out. Eric Gordon that needs to bail him out or PJ Tucker. Okay, it's you got Kyrie yeah. and Durant. So it's yo, you know what." Yo, Harden, you're you're one of 10 right now, bro. We're halfway into the second quarter. Just Just, stick to passing the ball. Let's let's get you 19 (laughs) assists. Yeah, yeah. Right? We got the random white dude and Joe Harris in the corner. He'll pop some threes. Yep. Right? We'll do some screen and rolls and whatnot. You got Kyrie. We got Durant. We're, We're good. And I think he's played with Durant in the past, too. So I do feel like there's that... I don't want to say big brother, little brother, but there is that sense of respect between the two of them, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be something that's going to play into all this, man. Yeah. And and also, I'm not a I'm not a Blake Griffin guy. Like, I think people that have gotten excited about Blake Griffin going there, no. they're thinking about 2016. Yeah. But I'll tell you this: I can guarantee you, bro, he's going to have like a 28 point game. Not maybe not in the playoffs, but like in the regular season, like one of these, he's going to have an and then. You already know the first first take is gonna be like, oh my god, was gonna is be he the back? Nets? Yeah, Blake's <laughs> back. It's like, nah, man, it's gonna happen because think about it, dude. You have Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden yeah. out there. Someone is gonna be left open or out of default.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that person's gonna end up having like a random 20 30 point game. Of course. And uh I mean that's 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 the danger that the Nets project on other teams. Like, you know, it's not you're not only guarding guarding Harden anymore you know where you just got to like focus on stopping him and then kind of just hope the rest of everyone else misses um you're you're there's elite offensive talent on that side of the ball um so we'll see we'll see where where the playoffs go uh but
2: i want i'm not a fan of hard in the playoffs yeah. and we'll see no nah, i feel you man i just yeah. think it's going to be a little bit different there's uh, there's one team and one guy I really want to talk about because mm-hmm. I want to give him his flowers. I feel like he's gotten his flowers the last couple of years, and it's Damian Lillard. Also, I'm a stand. He's my favorite yeah. basketball player. I have league pass he's because
1: a, of the Blazers. He's a Steve Austin fan too, Stone Cold fan. Yeah, he's a big wrestling fan, yeah. bro. I love
2: Come it. On. I love it. Come on, Dame, Get on the pod, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let's shoot the shit. Yeah. Spit a bit of bar or two. I think, uh, yo, not a bad rapper. Dude. Not at all. He's a really good rapper yeah, yeah, for I, being an athlete and doing this as like a side yeah, thing. Yeah. Like he, he just
1: writes bars on Sundays. Yeah,
2: he just got bars. So look, they're eighty-five to one to win the title. I'm not talking about that. I think, I think there's some value on him being MVP because I think right now twelve to one, I would say he's the MVP of the league, and here's why. Okay. The stats are there. Stats are there. He's keeping the team afloat without C.J. McCollum. Yes. And, and not much else. Not much else. Yeah. Right. Melo, it's cool. He has yeah. his moments. You know, whatever. But you can't. He's the one guy that's been consistent. Correct. And carrying the load. If If Lillard has a bad night, the Blazers are losing. Right. There's no one else the, to the, pick him up yeah, besides with McCollum being there now. And look, they're 25 and 18. They're only three games back of the three seed in the West. In the West. So the 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 measuring stick is you got to be a top four seed that's historically outside of the triple yeah. double Westbrook year. That's where you got to finish. I think I'd, I'd give it to Dame right now. And I know mm-hmm. Jokic, I was watching uh nuggets game the other day and they showed a graphic. He's literally first in everything. everything. It was like everything. <laughs> Yo, it was crazy. It was like first, 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 first. Literally every stat that's counted. That matters on offense (laughs) and shit, like for the team. Yeah, I saw the same thing. So I get that. But look, the Nuggets are, they're one game better than. They're 26 and 18. The Blazers are 25 and 18.
1: Yeah, and you can argue the Nuggets have a much better supporting cast, better supporting cast than the Blazers do. And you got to, that's got to go somewhere. You know, that's got to, it's got to fit in somewhere. Jokic is impressive. He's just like a a big, chubby guy running around. Like, unbelievable. Like, his his touch is second to none at at that size.
2: Dame is averaging 30, four rebounds, and seven assists. Yep. Jokic. Basically a triple-double, I believe. Very close to it. Jokic is... I love that. uh, the, the chubby white dude at the YMCA that just like yeah, constantly like, just cooks everyone. Yeah, like just isn't cook, that like, random. Like, like, where'd this guy come from? Yeah, where'd he come from? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jokic's numbers, as I pull them up right now uh, 27, 11, and yeah. eight. Yeah. Eight
1: being the assists. Assists, yeah. With a three or two added, a block. It's, yeah. It's impressive.
2: So, look, man, if I was, I know Jokic is the favorite now, but I think from a value perspective, would you say you had Dame at twelve to one?
1: Twelve to one. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, he, it's twelve times. You're getting twelve times the payout from Dame MVP as you would to Jokic at the current moment. Yeah, plus one ten Jokic, plus twelve. Did you Did you have any
2: futures NBA this year?
1: Uh, I did. The only one I had was the Knicks over twenty two wins, <laughs> which was popping, popping. Got that already? Yeah. I was Maybe. hesitant when I took it because I'm like, oh, after the All Star break. Yeah. If you told me the Knicks were going to be a 500 at any point in the season, I would. Man, uh, like, I would walk away. I'd turn around and walk away. <laughs> yo, it's crazy. They
2: might, they might have home court advantage in the first round. I know. They may be a four seed. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Dude, yeah. they were 12 to one. I say this all the time. I, I tell Impey, anytime the Knicks win, I just send them a screenshot of, uh, in my notes, Knicks 12 to one. Yeah. Because they were 12 to one to just make the playoffs. Just make the playoffs. But yeah, I want to wrap up this conversation. Uh just a general talking point about the NBA MVP. Do yeah, you sure. think we start NBA MVP conversations like nine games into the year? Yeah, too soon. Do you think In every sport? But do you think that's a hedge in particular more so in the NBA than in other sports? Because mm-hmm. I feel like because of super teams, people want something else to cater to. Yeah. And to the nba is a storyline league bro it is so yeah. i think you saw this happen during the golden state warriors run mm-hmm. where people were just like that's the first time in my life bro i saw a team to win a championship be a negative negative Negative. like they were a, when they got cousins and Durant that first year of, of durant there yeah. they were minus 170 bro yeah. i've been betting and knowing about betting my whole life i never saw a team be a heavy yeah favorite like there's no value on that, right? No. Like it was For just minus. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think about that? About the MVP award becoming such
1: a talking point mm-hmm. to create interest and in storylines. Yeah. So, there it's it's an interesting thing what's occurred with the state of the NBA, um, and this will curtail eventually onto. I don't even know yep. what curtail means, yeah, but that, yeah, sure. was, that was good. Yeah, synonyms. John, yeah. John's John's very educated. Yep. I, I read before I came here. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, I have a present to give you before this podcast is over. Okay, I like yeah. presents. Two, I like free two shit. presents. All right, so here stick we go. around, <laughs> folks. Don't 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 turn don't turn your mics off or your headphones off. Um, yeah. So the state of the NBA, it's it's really transitioned into a player league. But what I what do I mean by player? Like fans follow players as opposed to teams, you know? So like, um, we'll just go with like LeBron James because everyone knows him. You know, LeBron goes from Miami to Cleveland to the Lakers. You know, fans have now become a fan of the, the, player. the player so much that they root for the team he's going to to win as opposed to their hometown. You know, uh, we, we see this happening with with Curry, even though he hasn't really transitioned anywhere. He hasn't left the Warriors. But, you know, New Yorkers like Golden State are or gold, or fans of the Warriors because of Steph Curry and they root for the Warriors. So that's that's something that's occurred specifically in the NBA that hasn't really happened in any other sports league. You know, you're from New York, you're, you like the Knicks. You're, you know, you like the Mets, the Yankees, the Giants, Jets, right? You're not going to like, you know, Toronto Raptors because, you know, you're like, DeMar DeRozan or something. But that's occurred in the NBA. Um, so I think this MVP, this early MVP talk, is the league noticing this occurring. And they're trying to create star power within the league, you know, which creates advertising and ad money, which is, at the end of the day, what it's about. right? They're a business. So how can we create buzz 24-7, no matter what occurs, you know, for Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee? that not many people, not, you know, doesn't have the largest fan base, but is a great team, great player. You know, how are we going to, you know, he's had a great 10 games. Let's start talking about the MVP race, you know, get his name out in the headlines. And um, that, that, that's what I believe is occurring and why MVP talk is so early, occurs so early in seasons when you really didn't, you know, you haven't seen anything. Like uh, teams have barely played. How can you start discussing MVPs 10 games, 10 games in? Um, I think it's more of an advertising tool that the NBA uses because of where they see their fan base going.
2: Man, I, I agree with you. I think that's something that the league has done, and I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it. As someone that's in sports content creating, uh, you you give you give people a storyline that people want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Like, people love having these conversations, and I'm into it. I'm into yeah, it. And absolutely. also as betters, we can find some hedges. We can find some value you know i do think that you know right now man if we had some insider trading that like lebron <laughs> will be back next week i think six to one is
1: kind of crazy great odds for him because he was arguably the f- he he had to be the favorite prior to him getting hurt a couple days ago
2: um you're talking about after and beat
1: got hurt yeah uh, yes after and beat got yes, hurt yes, in yes. that little two-week span that yeah yeah i mean lebron had to be the favorite there's there was he hasn't been given his due. You know, there's a couple other MVPs he could have won along the way that were kind of like, yeah, it's LeBron James. We know, he's going to do 27, 8 and 8 every year. Like, Is that
2: fair, um, though? Is that fair no, that I mean. if I'm if I'm the best player in the league and look,
1: I, I like I'm against that argument. Mm hmm. I'm not a fan of it either because, you know, you had the best season. You're the most impactful player. You you deserve to win it.
2: The last 10 years, the best quarterback in the NFL has been Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yes. Right? Like, you can make the case that those guys are the MVP every
1: year. Every single season. But,
2: yo, you know what, man? It matters to me if you were the best guy for a whole season, if you took that Wizards game on the road on a Tuesday night seriously. Mm -hmm. So, when I look at the archives, it's like, oh, Giannis did for those two years. Steph Curry did for those two years. So, like, that's important. Yeah, obviously, like, if you have an open draft every year, you're going to take Pat Mahomes number one. You're going to take LeBron James number one to build a franchise around. But there are some years where LeBron, like you said, he was, I think he was, when AD went down, that's when he started ramping it up. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, this might be my last chance to win MVP. Yeah. Let's kill that noise. And then now that he got hurt, it's like, because he has the same, he had the same claim to the MVP award that I made for Dame Lillard. Mm Mm-hmm. He was going to be carrying the torch for the Lakers, higher seed, better record without AD, yep. with Dame not having McCollum. I know McCollum came back, dropped like 32 in his first game back, which is crazy. But I feel as if that argument, I'm kind of... Because I agree that LeBron should be, mm-hmm. but that he didn't win those MVPs. Kuzma came out, he's like, yo, he should have 9 to 10 MVPs. It's like, yeah. nah, man. It's no, because... <laughs> There were guys like Curry was better than you those years. That, for that
1: season. For yeah, that for,
2: season. For, like that season, yeah. what we're talking. And it also, it's a regular season award, yeah. which they need to stop giving the MVP after the year's over. Because what Giannis is winning last year, the way he went out against the Heat was brutal. To brutal, see. yeah.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah. give it.
2: Why not? Yo, it's,
1: in between the playoffs and the regular season. In between
2: the playoffs and the regular yeah. season, there's you, a little you window. take you take a weekend yeah. off and you make it a celebration. Yeah, you bring in some more money, you get some more eyes on you. You do the NBA awards, like yeah. the NFL has the NFL awards. Mm-hmm. Do that. Have everyone show up, three-piece suits. They bring their girlfriends, their wives, yeah. whatever side pieces. Yeah, right. And you just all have the above. A, yeah, you just have a five-six. You let everybody from the end of the season. You
1: give them about a week to just chill, mm-hmm. and then you start your playoffs. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure why they transitioned it to the off season or after the season. Bro, they they give the award out like yeah. during the conference finals. Yeah. And it's I'm been sure two months. And I'm sure who if you lose in the playoffs, you know, and then you're going to accept the MVP award, you're kind of pissed that you're going to accept this award after taking a loss, you know, like Giannis did last season. You're like I don't give a shit about this. Well, maybe he does, but it doesn't mean as much, you know. I would have liked to have this. In between, because I know I got a sour taste in my mouth. I just lost in the Eastern Conference Finals, like, and I'm coming to accept this regular season award. Like, ugh, can't do it.
2: Let's uh, let's wrap up the show with. Uh, at the time of recording, it's two o'clock Eastern Time. There mm-hmm. is about an hour window of trades that might might not go down, but there are some official trades that are going down. Um, let's hear it. So. We'll we'll rattle off the ones that we know of. Okay. Um, so Orlando trade Vucevic and Aaron Gordon. Two separate trades, though. Mm-hmm. So cleaned house. Vucevic and Aminu. Why am I stumping here? Oh my God! It just refreshed. That's why. Jesus. Magic trade Vucevic for. Uh, to the Bulls for Wendell Carter and draft picks. Okay. Orlando trade Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark to Denver for Gary Harris, R.J. Hampton, and draft picks. Wow, Denver making the push. Yeah. Well, they how, saw. How do you feel about Aaron Gordon,
1: though, man? Uh, he is unbelievable athlete. He isn't going to have to be the scorer there. Um, it's definitely a running gun team that he's going to play with. I think that that style of basketball will fit his his strengths. Can he work on his shooting a little bit? Absolutely. You know, but the man—he's six ten, athletic freak. He's de- he could definitely be a key piece to a great team. Um, I don't think what he was doing in Orlando as one of the top score as a go to guy there. Is necessarily the role for him i don't I, I think we've kind of figured out that he's not that player but there's no reason why he can't be a good player on a on a championship team and i think that's a great move for denver you know you're trying to win it now they gave up grant jeremy grant and uh you know he aaron gordon kind of fills that role in mm. he fills that role in very well that's you a know good that, comp i like it the the athletic swing man who can guard Multiple basically positions. most of the positions on the court um other than maybe the point guard cuz he's too big but you know rebounds arguably decent decent to good defender uh doesn't shoot the 3 as well but it's not non-existent in his game it's a great fit for them you know especially for a team that's trying to take the title you know how you don't know how long your wind, your larger windows are when you got players like jokic murray you you got to go for it mm. You know, you don't know when these players yeah. are coming back. Injuries, like, you got to right, do it right, now right. When, it, when, it, when your window's there. Because right. it's such a small margin of error in professional sports. I mean, like, dude, think about, think about how
2: we felt about the Thunder in 2012. Yeah, there you go. They go Same to the final team. And you're, you're thinking, oh, there we're 10 next 10 years. Yeah, it's like, a wrap. It yeah. Like, what are we doing? You got lucky, Miami. It's quiet. And yeah. then before you know it, like, gone. all of them are gone after five years. Yeah. So, yeah. so Aaron Gordon, I don't know how I feel about him
1: i think he's i agree with the athleticism but you got to remember he's not the number one piece or the number two piece there and arguably not even the number three because of porter that's true so fresh start i'm a big fan of fresh
2: starts and there you go. guys yeah. moving on like we were talking about this before yeah, and this, just you know, take
1: out the dirty laundry and like yo i'm off off to the next place yeah this is gonna this is gonna anger
2: uh magic twitter and magic's <laughs> nation but because i got called out for some comments i made about Vucevic, which again context is everything that wasn't part of the clip right this is like the first time i got like clickbaited, i guess Uh-oh. because i was saying how he made the all-star team and my thing in the video that i said uh-huh. was like yo no one's hanging out with him at all-star weekend like he's not cool he's not like all-star cool
1: yo he definitely just goes back to his room and like Smoke cigarettes because yeah, he's mad European. Cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and watches like the late night porn channel. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, he's, just, <laughs> he's just like mad old school Euro guy, right? Like just
2: bangs fucking cigs at halftime with games. But I would say like, yo, he's...
1: Takes he's, down a half a pack of 27s and then shows
2: back. Yo, Curry's not pulling Vucevic over and like, yo, bro, you got to come to gold. Like no one's doing that. He's not cool. But his numbers were all-star worthy. The magic. Is there a worse ran, run franchise in the NBA than them?
1: Aside from the Knicks this year, uh, it's hard to argue it.
2: Think about how yeah. many lottery picks they've had that they've moved on from. Yeah.
1: Think about aside from the Knicks. What about that? That's sh- currently occurring. If this year did not occur for the Knicks,
2: it'd be the Knicks without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Notice how one <laughs> season throws away the twenty that I yeah, had. But what I'm saying is, think about some of the draft process, bro. You remember yeah. the one time there was a camera in the in the war room, and he had his he had his draft like the the no. his mock draft, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, his like player board, his big board, yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, what are you doing? That's like, you have no leverage now. Yeah, the you whole give it all away the you... whole NBA <laughs> sees who you have rigged. Press pause
1: real quick. Let me yeah. see this. <laughs>
2: What the hell? But they hit that one stretch where they were just constantly drafting big, right? Big after big after yeah. big. Even if you go back to Oladipo, they tried to make him a point guard. Guy wasn't a point yeah, guard, man. right? Alfred Payton also. You know, like...
1: They got Biombo. Biombo, I think they drafted a couple... Yeah, a couple of...
2: Biombo, they bring in Ibaka, Mo M- uh, Jonathan yeah.
1: Isaac. I know he got well,
2: hurt. Isaac a was a,
1: is a stud, yeah, minus yeah, the injuries, but...
2: Man, I he think, had a rough stretch. Remember, yeah. he had, like, the flag, the flag thing... And then he yes. tore his ACL in that same week. And the yeah, comments yeah. were like, whoa, yeah, dude, yeah, chill. Yeah. This
1: guy's career is not altered, but, you know, his career. He had a injury the season before that as well that ended his season. And then he came back during the bubble, you know, had the little controversy with the flag. And then got hurt again and with an even worse injury. And we're kind of career is up in question, you know, uh, after two serious leg injuries to a big guy you know he's not like a 6'3 guy running around you know to we'll see 2000 2013 i right? want to give i want to give you these gifts though before oh before okay we yeah get yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Because... i have i uh, bring me the gifts because i'm gonna need to uh distract myself from the orlando magics draft history yeah, yeah right before yeah. We... oh a <laughs>
1: book yeah i told you we were gonna talking about reading and curtailing things Really, um, I gotta yeah. add that to my arsenal, bro. Yeah, man, we gotta. You know, you know big board. we gotta write it here? Yeah, somewhere. you know what it turns me on a lot
2: when, when I here. drop correlation. Oof, I, I think slight like chub. I'm a big correlation.
1: Guy. Yeah, yeah, I get a little softy just <laughs> blood flow.
2: <laughs> so what is this? I've heard of this
1: one. All right, so this is the Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Phil Knight is the creator of the founder of Nike, and you know, you're starting your business, you're getting your shit off the ground. You know, you're trying to up and come in the sports world think this is a perfect book for you to read it really yeah. just goes into um we were talking about it off the scenes too a couple weeks back and i wanted to hand it to you um it's it's it
0: nice, goes through you. his
1: beginning story like how he founded created nike it's a fascinating read it's a it's great for you know someone who's up and coming in business and wants to gather some inspiration right so that's something for you to hold on to and read there and in honor of Greek Independence Day.
2: Wow. That, brought, is, that is the Greekest of Greek drinks. I brought some ouzo.
1: I'm going to step aside, grab some ice cubes in yeah, the cup. You
2: go, but I want you to be listening while I rattle off their, their first-round picks over the last couple of years. All right. So we got Oladipo in 2013. We got Aaron Gordon, 2014. Dario Saric, 2014, which they ended up trading to, to Philly. Hazonia, 2015. Sabonis, 2016. They kept him for about 12 seconds and then got rid of him. Jonathan Isaac, 2017. Uh, Mo Bamba, 2018. Uh, Okiki from Auburn, 2019. Cole Anthony this year. Just like
1: they did, draft two New York City guys.
2: Right, and they also took um, they took Quinway back in the day too.
1: Another New York City guy played against Kylo Quinn. He went to Campus Magnet. That's house. right. Queens. That's right. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, man. Lambs up. Lambs, Lambs up. Lambs.
2: So much for jujitsu later tonight. This mm. be
1: miserable. It's all right. You have enough. You won't feel the rolling. Yeah, wow. that's true. That's true. So, yo, <laughs> be what, do you, seamless. what do
2: you what do you think of what do you think of the magic, man? Like, so you agree that outside of the Knicks, outside they'd have to of be... the
1: Knicks, yeah, they, I, I can't think of another franchise who's just been consistently bad.
2: Which is weird because they've like made <laughs> right? the playoffs
1: like, though too. They have, but they, they made it seven, eighth seed where you really don't have a chance. You're kind of just like fumbling around in that middle ground. You know, the, the last good Magic's teams that I remember that I remember that, that were Howard you know, that Turkoglu. Are, exactly. Courtney it. Lee. Yes. Yep. JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick. Um Yo, they had the French dude. The French guy. Petrus.
2: Oh, Mikel Petrus.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Bruce Bowen
2: 2.0. Yeah, that guy. guy. was just lockdown defender.
1: Oh, wow. That's a nice one.
2: You know what's another thing I'll never forgive the Magic for? Do you remember in the late 2000s, they were having all those puppet Kobe LeBron commercials? Nike, ironically enough. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to be
1: Lakers, Cavs, finals. Yes, yes. Magic fucked that up. They fucked it up. They just like threw the wrench in there. Dwight Howard came through. Yeah. But other than that, like ah, the magic. I would say the Hornets also pretty Hornets under Jordan. Not very successful franchise. I'd put them up there as well. Um, they've they've just been notoriously bad at drafting, you know, for the last 15 years. Like they were so bad. They were the Hornets, then they became the Bobcats, and like, yo, we fucking suck. We're going back to the Hornets. <laughs> Same yeah. franchise, you know. Um, but other than that, like, those, those, the Magic Hornets and the Knicks, I would say, are just, like, the most underwhelming franchises in the NBA for the last 20 years. Just like, you know, you just chalk up the L. Like, you, you got no shot.
2: The other guy that left Orlando is Vucevic. Which I mentioned for Wendell Carter, mm-hmm. um, he goes to Chicago. Chicago, kind of, you know, they they're not tapping out on the season yet to make a move like that, or do you think it's a it's a salary dump?
1: I would have to look further into the contracts. I can't speak to that at the moment. I
2: because right now Chicago, at the time of recording, they're, they're the ninth, tenth seed. Tenth seed, yeah. But they're you know they're three games back of Very honestly they're they're three games back of the four seed. Yeah. And Charlotte is 22 and 21, and then the Heat, Knicks, and Hawks all have 22 wins. They're all even. And then the Celtics, 21 wins. Pacers, 20. Bulls, 19.
1: Well, I think they're they're also a team that's trying to capture it now. I believe Laurie Markkinen is closing in at the end of his contract. Yeah. Um, The shooter. Zach Levine, I believe, is also coming very close to the end. Of his contract as well nah he signed not, or recently. did he okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, excuse yeah, yeah. me for that um, they're a team most likely that I really quick, I don't know what Vuce is Vucevic at is is this his contract season? Maybe they kind of they they could have gotten him and seen him as like a either we we can resign him again and try to go for it with with a Zach Levine Vucevic duo. Uh, that's that's the only way I can kind of see this working out. I don't see why they would make this trade right now. I, it doesn't make them a favorite in the East. Um, it does get them into the playoff picture, which is wide open. And I think it really opens up because the Hornets have lost uh, LaMelo Ball, who's, who's mm-hmm. having a great season. And they're yeah. probably going to slowly start falling. You know, they they did it, obviously, to get into the playoffs, to to get them over the hump there. But I don't I don't think it's gonna it's enough to get them, you know, past the bucks, past the nets. So Vucevic
2: so, is under contract for two more years. Two more years. Okay. Yeah. So they're
1: definitely planning to build around
2: right, Levine. Right, right. And, and Levine is under contract uh through next year. Okay. And then in twenty twenty two he'll be a free agent. Okay. Unrestricted free agent. Got it. So. Yeah, So
1: they're definitely trying to build for let's get into the playoffs this year and see what we can do. Next year, they they still have a they have some good players. Kobe White, solid player on the on the perimeter. It does seem like of the Laurie two Markenen, guys, a little inconsistent, but he's a he's a seven foot shooter, man. Yeah. This guy, this guy knocks him down. Um, so I think of Wendell the two, Carter was a good player though. Of the two
2: of the two Magic guys, I think Gordon has the most upside for the, his team because
1: of the team he's also going to as well. Yes. Yeah, he definitely is going to make more of an impact for Denver to get to and win possibly a title than Vucevic would for Chicago. Mm. That that I that I agree with. There
2: right. is a three-team trade. The, e- the Eagles, Jesus. The, <laughs> the Eagles. The 76ers acquired George Hill. Okay. From Oklahoma City for Tony Bradley, Brasadakis, draft picks, Terrence Ferguson goes to New York, Austin Rivers
1: goes to the Thunder. Okay. So, the Knicks are just dumping salaries. They dumped they were going to they the Knicks were in talks of um, buying out Rivers, so they probably just wanted yeah. to Get rid of that and Bredaakis. Yeah. I believe was another role bench player there. Austin
2: Rivers had a statue almost built for him that that one like week earlier right. in this year, where like he just had like three games where he dropped he, like he went in eighteen points in fourth
1: quarters and shit yeah. it was just like something outrageous. Uh, Tom Thibodeau got Derrick Rose and was like, "All right, thank you, yeah, yeah. yeah, later, man. Good All luck right. on your
2: future endeavors." I think a trade that's interesting, man, and he's kind of been underrated the last
1: couple of years. Norman Powell goes to the Blazers. Solid season this year this man is shooting 50 percent from the field 43 percent from the three point line and 19 points per game underrated nope it's because you know Toronto's kind of been lack of a better word like stuck in a bubble in Tampa mm-hmm. you know they they're kind of like in a no man's land there and they really haven't been seen this year but he's been having a spectacular season and young guy I believe he's in his mid 20s 26 if I'm not mistaken so he's he's definitely got that potential to grow as a player and help a team out uh what can you remind me where where did he just get traded to the thunder thunder yo sam presti man this guy's an excellent gm unbelievable every year they have they have like a thousand draft picks
2: yeah i think they have 17 <laughs> 17 I, i'd have to see what other draft picks they get here they <laughs> because um... they got
1: draft picks for like kids who are in third grade yeah <laughs> It's really outrageous.
2: I think I think the number I saw was 17 first-round picks until 2027. Yeah. Something wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you...
1: You could draft three what, teams over.
2: What sucks for them, bro, is SGA just got hurt. And yeah. he's...
1: Alexander's such a stud. Yeah, man. I can't believe the Clippers gave him away. They it gave seemed him away like for, he was,
2: like... They treated him like a jobber. They kind of were like, ah, we'll give you SGA. Oh, a also. mistake.
1: They went, and they had him on a rookie contract then. That was terrible. But, I mean, they... And they got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George eventually, right. so you don't know how that would have worked out. But he, he's a baller. He's a baller.
2: Evan Fournier, another guy from Orlando that leaves, he goes to the Celtics for two second round draft picks. Wow, they
1: really cleaned house, huh? Yeah, yeah. They just they're like, all right, we're blowing this up. Cole Anthony, you're gonna you're gonna play every possession. Well, Cole Anthony's <laughs> probably perfect to have in fantasy now because yeah.
2: his, his usage is just gonna go through the roof. But man, at the time we're recording, nothing else. You know, no Oladipo, no Lowry. I think
1: Oladipo is going before the end of the day at some. Okay, point. now
2: where do you think he ends up?
1: The Knicks are in talks, from what I've been reading, and there was um. There's another team I'm that's escaping me. They're not. They weren't willing to give as much. I believe the Heat were the other team that were in the mix. There it was the Knicks and the Heat. Um. He's I don't I don't see why Oladipo stays on Houston. It's the last year of his contract. Houston doesn't really can't benefit from him being there. I'd be extremely shocked if he remains in Houston by the end of the day. And he also really hasn't been playing. They kind of just like I believe he's coming off of a small injury. Um, that I would love Oh man, that I'm going back to the Knicks here cuz I'm a diehard Knicks fan, but I would love an Oladipo type player or a Bradley Beal type guy on the Knicks. That's what they're missing. Yeah, they are just one perimeter score slash shooter slash score slash defender.
2: He, everyone on the Knicks is expendable except for uh, RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett and Julius Randle. I throw quickly in there too, man. As
1: non-expendable.
2: Like, like I don't want to give them up. No, no way. We finally got a guy yeah. drafted in the twenties that like is, is a solid he's legit. player.
1: Yeah. It's legit. You can see like holy shit, this guy's got it. He, you know, a little rough around the edges, he takes some bad shots. As that, like, rookie pains though, man. Yeah, we can't yo, dude's nineteen. He's twenty 19. years old. He These shoots kids are young. Ninety five percent from the free throw line. I think he had the record for most makes to start a career.
2: 100 makes, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember watching it's that was free against throw the throw line, yeah. The
1: Monday night game, yeah. yeah. Cuz like, he missed a free throw on that yeah. game and it was, it was like, like wait, he missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and it's rare that you see a a phenomenal shooter come from just straight out of college. Like it's usually something that they got to work work into. But yeah, I would I wouldn't want to let him go either. And you know, you got him on the rookie deal once again. There's no reason to let guys like this go. You know, but the you're missing one one score one dependable score you know that cuz at the end of games we 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 struggled we as like i'm i'm part of the no team. no no when you're a hardcore fan yeah. you say we yeah there we go you let know we struggled you to put the ball in the basket let me ask
2: you something about Tyler Harrell.
1: nice how do you feel about him i mean I, I listen to uh the song every every day at the gym <laughs> jack harlow yeah jack harlow yeah. so well, i'm mean, like sitting there yeah. like
2: oh. well i think tyler Harrell... <laughs> taught Jack how to shoot and then he forgot how to shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, he's shooting like 21%. Yeah, bad. Yeah, it's, it's well, rough. Well,
1: you know, the thing... That his lady, it,
2: his lady, by the way. Great oof. girl. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Yes. Uh, so the thing with the heat that that's kind of tough that I think they're they're not getting as... They're not getting a lot of love for this is, you know, they played in the bubble. They played a long time and they played till the very end and then they turned around and in two months, they started again. And you know this was tyler Hero's, what second second season you know so for him to he he may just not be up to games this is probably not the right word to use but that fatigue factor whether it's mental whether it's physical may be setting in you know where it's like oh man like i just haven't stopped balling like i'm 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 not used to this you know and they he hasn't stopped would they take two months off between the bubble and the start of the NBA yeah. season? Three months, maybe? And uh, it's physically exhausting, you know? And, and especially now, they're going through all these additional protocols that they probably got to run through. And mentally, it's probably just fucking with them. So something- but he's, he's pure, man. You watch him play, and you're like, yo, this kid, this kid is pure. Like, he's... I wouldn't worry about it. So- Even though I don't want them to do well this season.
2: Something something just went down that I think is interesting, even though it's kind of a it's a it's a no it's like a it's not going to be the main headline on ESPN, but it Mm -hmm. might lead to something that might be the main headline. So the the Jazz and the Raptors made a trade for Matt Thomas to Utah for a second round pick in the future. Okay. But the reason why this is important is because this frees up a roster spot for Toronto, to mm-hmm. do like a three for one, yeah. four for one for like a Lowry dump Lowry get a which, couple expirings back. You know, last night they just pulled them during the game. Yep. Drake FaceTimes them. Yeah, so all signs are that Lowry's out Lowry's there. probably going to be the big fish that
1: leaves. I would say the of biggest the guys. He's the most logical yeah. one. Yeah, the biggest impact guy, probably most likely. Yeah, Yeah. I don't see maybe there's been talks of a Demar Derozan going, um, but I I would I would say Lowry. Like if if you get Lowry, who's got that championship pedigree, you really you really change a team. And also the teams that he's
2: linked to is what I mean. Like he's linked to the Sixers, the Heat, the Lakers, who all need. Yeah, and all of these these are perennial title contenders. I know the Heat; like they went on that run last couple weeks where they kind of like got back into the playoff mm-hmm. race.
1: I don't count the heat out. No, no. As long as they're in the playoffs, you don't. Uh, yeah. So they they have they have ball, they have dogs. Like there's dogs on that team. Lowry would be Lowry would be a a great pickup for them.
2: Yeah, it doesn't it seems like oh, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of rumors. Yeah, it's it's hard. Oladipo was with the team at
1: practice today with Houston? Yeah. Um, Maybe they don't trade him. I don't see. I don't see why you keep Oladipo with ex, if you're if he's expiring this season and you're in the 11th place. Like, what's the? There's no point.
2: Per Shams, Lowry's preferred number one option is the Miami Heat. The Heat
1: isn't everyone's number one option. Miami. <laughs> it, I mean, it should
2: be. It should be for many reasons. For many reasons. Uh, also, Duncan Robinson and draft picks. Really? Is what is rumored to be the potential move. Lakers have offered Dennis Schroeder, KCP, and a package for Kyle
1: Lowry, per The Athletic. Hmm. Huh. Wow. They're getting rid of two two backcourt guys. I wonder who they, they plan on putting there. Caru- just Caruso? Caruso, Lowry, James, when he comes back? AD,
2: and then what, AD. Kuzma?
1: Kuzma, yeah, just have like people run just you know. hope
2: that the ankles hold up guess yeah. for, yeah. for LeBron and AD cuz yeah, that's, that's what it would have to
1: be man that's what it would have to be you you you're banking on health there interesting hmm. lonzo ball was another name that i saw thrown into the mix there of point guards that can be shipped and probably create a little bit of a decent impact on on a good team
2: I remember there was a trade deadline a couple of years ago that there were all these guys rumored, and then no one got and traded. No one traded, right? Yeah. The I think it was the year that like Boogie went to the Pelicans.
1: Wait. Man, I feel I kind of have a soft spot for Boogie. Yeah, I did, you I, know what's crazy? I didn't bro? really like him as much because he was kind of a dick. Yeah. But like, I know he, a lot of people that feel that way. He, he kind of—you saw the talent there, and we kind of never had a chance to really see it happen. Yo, the Kings
2: could be in this conversation we had before with the Magic oh, and yes. Bobcats. Oh, Talk
1: about terrible franchises, right? I mean, the Kings haven't had a good franchise since Peja and Chris Webber. Yeah. The early 2000s. Yeah. I mean, you just think about the lottery picks that
2: they've whiffed on. And then... I mean, they... They got... They, they hit a home run with Fox. Fox.
1: healed is decent. But other than that, like, they... But Heald
2: wasn't theirs. He got traded. He, he right. got traded there yes, in the yes, boogie deal. Yes. So.
1: Man, yeah, they just they took Bagley who kind of seems like a like someone that that, that isn't going to shape out the way they expected him to be. Another big, but you know, just it, it maybe maybe a change of scene is best for him. Yo,
2: mad random, but I'm on Twitter and mm-hmm. Sergino Des just scored his first goal for the US Men's National Team.
1: That, yes, he plays uh in Barcelona. in Barcelona.
2: Yeah. Dude, we're winning the World Cup in 2026. I hope so. It's going to be. In I the would states. be
1: so shocked. It's going to be in the states. Where, what, what city? Uh, oh no, it's not a city that has it. It's the entire country that the has entire the country. Yes. So it's the it's the Canadian. It's the North American World Cup. Oh, so it's split between Mexico and U.S. Canada.
2: Yeah, but of the eighty games, the U.S. has sixty of them. Okay, so you know, we have the infrastructure, and, and the automatic bid is most likely going to go to the U.S. So we don't even need to worry about no funky oh, shit getting in like, like last time. Yeah. <laughs> Because all the this is um, this is all uh,
1: international play has started well, this week for the for the well, nations. We, do we have? Uh, see, I'm not I'm not as up to date with U.S. soccer as you are, but other than Pulisic and Desk, do we have? Is there other? Oh yeah, hopefuls. That, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: There's this kid Reyna who's okay. in Borussia, where Pulisic mm-hmm. used to be. I think he's the best of the whole bunch. Really? And he's also the youngest, yeah. What position does he play? He's a oh. uh, attacking midfielder. Okay. Like a true number 10. Ch- true 10, yeah, yeah. Spreads the ball, yeah. yeah. And then you have McKinney, Weston McKinney, who plays on Juventus. Put it this way, Ronaldo tags him in pictures. Okay, oh, oh, so you know it's real. So yeah. you know it's real. Ronaldo's putting you over, brother, brother. Yeah, That's yeah, like... 200 most, million followers the here. Most, <laughs> the, the most in the world. Yeah. That's the most IG followers yeah. in the world. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think it's close. Yeah.
1: I mean, how do you not follow Ronaldo? Who's the man?
2: Guy's a stud. Who's the man? I mean, Kenny gets the at. When you get the at, you know it's real. Yeah. Remember that. That's, if there's one takeaway from this whole pod, remember that. You <laughs> catch the at, you're chilling. You're chilling. Okay. Yo, so let we me got ask a you.
1: little promise. US, U.S. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. National we, there's team. A, there's I a lot so. of.
2: The, the, the goalie plays on Man City, um, Zach Steffen.
1: I'm glad to see the U.S. coming up sl- slowly in soccer. Yeah, slowly. It's well, about time. Well, you
2: know what? At the time, it was terrible when they missed the World Cup in 2018. Uh, but they cleaned house.
1: Unexcusable.
2: No more Michael Bradley's.
1: Yeah, it was a bunch no, of older guys. But, yeah. yeah,
2: we're done. We're done with that. Like it's cool. Just started. start new. All fresh. Mm-hmm. There's this other kid, uh, Youssef Musa. Okay. He's, oh, I think he's Ghana descent. Okay. He plays on Valencia. Oh, you got a lot of guys in Europe, huh? Oh, dude, that's why. That's why I'm that's, so hopeful. You're talking about they're playing. They're playing on Borussia. They're playing in the German league. They're playing yeah, on Chelsea. The best,
1: the best competition. Barcelona.
2: In the world, yeah. Like, bro, they, they don't give a fuck if you're American or Argentinian. If you can't play, you're not playing on yeah, those as teams. long as you can ball. So that's why I'm very
1: optimistic. And you know, in Europe they play so much because there's so much there's so many titles or different cup not titles, cups. And then you have like each each country has its league plus their cups. And then you have you know, for teams like Chelsea, Dortmund, or Valencia, well, maybe not so much Valencia, but um, Barcelona, you're playing every other day where you're playing in a Champions League, you're playing in friendlies, you're playing in cups for your country, cups, tight games for the league, you know, like it's just nonstop. And you're just playing the top tier competition the entire time. And hopefully it, transla- it translates to a better US soccer team, you know, better, some- something we can, we can watch in four years. I hope so. Ooh, breaking news! Let's hear it. Clippers.
2: Mm-mm. Rajon Rondo got rid of him. Where's he going? They they got, they got him. him. They got him. Yes, Clippers he was. He was got, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Who Hawks give up? and
1: Clippers. Rondo's like, yo, I'm trying to still be in LA. Yeah. Fuck you guys. <laughs> we'll be back. Are to LA.
2: finalizing a deal per the Athletic per Woj. Okay. To send rondo to the clippers playoff rondo is back playoff
1: rondo just get me there i got the rest I mean, that's what you need them for
2: interesting See? and now a different report is saying are in serious talks the other one says finalized
1: who's uh who are the clippers giving up did it did it say
2: it hasn't said yet no hasn't said yet we're about 40 minutes from the deadline at the time of recording so just because both of us have something to do in a little bit. That's why we recorded at this time. Um, all right. Last thing I want to ask you, man, before we, mm-hmm. we wrap up. So.
1: I like Rondo to the Clippers. That's big.
2: That is big. Yo, Rondo and Drew Holiday, that year that they were on the Pelicans and they completely just stole the soul of the Blazers. Oh, yeah. That backcourt. Just, My, they, know, they played they defense. Them. They swept them and they just. They're, yo, d- he's a dog. That year, the Pelicans, I believe, were the sixth seed. And I bet them at like plus two seventy to win the series, and they swept them four 0 Yeah, AD was like forty and ten every game. Yeah. It was fucking out unbelievable. Of yeah. So I want to ask you this, and it's more of a not so much a NBA, mm-hmm. but more of a college basketball question. Okay. We were talking at the gym when we were working out about how little interest, yeah, unfortunately, we had with the tournament. Now I also want to paint this picture that both of us. Well, I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I always do a bracket. Always. I. Me too. I, I always... You're speaking
1: for o- both of us on this Yeah, yeah. Every single year.
2: I had literally negative desire yeah. to, to fill one out. I. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Why? there's a lot of... I was listening to Bill Simmons. He said the same thing. I was listening okay. to some of my buddies too that like... Yeah. There was no... So, what
1: do you think it is? Well, I think the NCAA is in an interesting predicament and in multiple ass phases. Um, you know, there's been a lot of negative light painted on the NCAA and the, the non-payment of players. I think that's kind of deterred some people from watching the NCAA game. Um, now, more specifically, when we talk about basketball, uh, the the game has become a one-and-done. like play. Significant players don't stay there. There's no stay, attachment. Yeah, they don't stay there. You know, so like, how can you grow to enjoy watching a team and love a team, a specific team, if every single year your roster is different? You know, so that I think this one and done thing has really crushed, you know, my interest personally, it for for college basketball, like every single year, you know, Kentucky has a new team, or Kansas has a new team, it's it's you can't you can't there's no, there's no attachment to the team, you know, because the players aren't there long. They're, they're there for one season and then they're gone. And then, you you know, you got a whole new batch of players that you have to, once again, figure out how they play. You know, am I going to like watching this team? Are they... You don't, you don't build that, like, fan enjoyment. Like, when you watch a team come together for three, two, three seasons, you're like, yeah, let's go I fuck with this team. It's about time they're coming together. Like, I've watched this guy as a freshman or as a rookie. And this is a third year, and I've seen that development. Like I'm rooting for them, and that just doesn't exist in in the in the NCAA tournament, or not the tournament because teams do do that, but for major college basketball, and that's that's where I think that 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 interest has kind of fallen away. You know, to go on top, to go once again to curtail with good word with <laughs> with the. The negative press that's come along with the NCAA. Where are you in that
2: conversation? Do you think college kids should get paid for playing sports? I I, I don't think they should get paid. You don't? No, I do think it's ridiculous that if I'm if I'm they're making big Johnny Manziel. Money. No, I get it. This is where I have the my biggest issue. My biggest issue is if like I'm Johnny Manziel. An autograph. Yeah, I shouldn't. Like, yo, my bad that the fucking backup punter is not popping. Yeah, it's not my fault. I'm the man. I should not have to pay for a steak dinner if I want at Prime 112. Yeah. If someone wants to get it for me. I agree. And I'm not hurting nobody, right? Let let me just... uh, Terrell Pryor. The dude wanted to give him
1: tattoos. It was like like a $2,000 arm sleeve. Arguably may have ruined his career. Yeah. It definitely did. Because he he was forced to sit out that season, and then he couldn't come out. He was one of the top prospects, if I'm not mistaken, as a quarterback coming out of Ohio State. And, there were some eyes on him, yeah. yeah. and he didn't play that next season, and he didn't get drafted.
2: No, and, and then he ended, he ended up becoming a, a wide receiver. I, he played a little bit the for the, the Raiders, yeah. and then he became a yo. He actually was a very decent for what he had to do to like become a wide utility receiver guy. Yeah, but but he had that one year with Washington where he yeah. was like, all right, score some was, touchdowns. Yeah, he
1: played for the Raiders as well. Yeah, 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 but more couples. as a quarterback. There. Yes. Yeah.
2: So that's that's where I'm at because I don't know how you can figure out a fair pay skill where there's mm-hmm. not going to be an issue amongst other team Bet. members yeah. or other sports. Right? Like, are you paying your lacrosse goalie what the five star wide receiver is doing? No, no. Right? Like Devonte Smith wins the Heisman on Alabama. Like if he wants to sign autographs and do a meet and greet and charge a hundred dollars and people in Tuscaloosa want to come out to go see him that's where it pisses me off yeah. that you're you're not letting a dude do that or if you're like yo what if you're what if you're some really attractive young lady and you just so happen to play softball for LSU mm-hmm. and you have a million Instagram followers why can't you profit off that just because you're a, a LSU tiger yeah like that's bullshit to me I
1: i agree with you wholeheartedly on that you know at the end of the day we we do live in the usa and we are in a capitalistic society it's a free market so if you can make money doing something that's not really illegal like you're not hurting anyone why 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 is there a barrier between yeah i i can, i have this popularity i i have you know i i can take advantage of this why why am i not be why am i being stopped from doing so that i agree with you like you know, if if someone wants to give you a tattoo and, you know, you barter with them, like, hey, yeah, I'll sign your, I'll sign whatever. I'll give you tickets if you give me this tattoo. Like, I don't see why that's that's an issue.
2: You've you heard know? of the Ed O'Bannon case, right?
1: Ed O'Bannon? No, I'm not.
2: So Ed O'Bannon was, well, he's the reason why the, the NCAA video games went away. Okay. Because he was, uh, I believe he was either a forward or a guard I apologize. I don't have it in front of me. But he played on uh, LSU, uh, UCLA. Okay. And they won a national championship in 95, 96. Okay. I got to look this up just so I can, you know, have the facts out. But this dude, years later, mm-hmm. goes to the league, kind of fizzles out, chilling with his boys. They're playing NCAA basketball. Yeah. And you know how, like, you could pick. Uh, the all-time team mm-hmm. You could pick the 95 UCLA Bruins And he was on there And his name wasn't on there But his number, likeness His everything. number, yeah. it looked like him, yeah. his stats yeah. Same he, size everything. <laughs> yeah, He's like, I'm not making no money off this He was the guy who spearheaded The push for So Bannon versus NCAA And it was uh, What was The result of that was No more NCAA video games that's why you didn't have it for. A little yeah, time. That they're not. They're or, coming back though. Yeah, it's coming day. back. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the loophole is, yeah. but he was the guy that kind of spearheaded it. Oh, just to confirm, so mm-hmm. he was a the number nine pick in the nineteen ninety five NBA draft to the Nets. He was a power forward. Okay. Um, played on the Nets for two years, and then the Mavericks, and then he was out the league. Just went to Poland, Argentina, but he's most known for the class action lawsuit Mm -hmm. against the ncaa which led to the cancellation of the video game yeah
1: well there's so much there's such big money that that goes with you know uh, ncaa basketball and football that you you gotta you gotta do something for these kids man you know because at the end of the day they're 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 kids they're 18 to 21 year old they're young men and women Um, i know you're providing them with the scholarship but are you you know they're not. They're not really there to learn. Let's be real. You know, they're there to play a sport and then be students. That's that's what they're there for. You know. Um, so, you know, if it's just like in the NBA or in the MLB is actually a better example for this because there's no salary caps. Um, You whatever your team makes, you you can spend it however you please, you know. And because these players should be paid what they bring in, you know. And when people argue, oh, these players aren't worth their money. Of course they're worth their money. They're worth every single penny because they're generating that in multiples. Like you're paying Dak Prescott forty million. Mm -hmm. Like he is selling. 40 million dollars worth of merchandise tickets advertisement tv deals because he's that good hey how about this you know
2: i think i think there's a majority of athletes that are underpaid oh i wholeheartedly agree despite them making 30 40 million dollars a year yeah because they draw in 100 million like
1: how do you how do you put a price tag on a player like lebron james
2: i was just gonna bring him up because forbes did a uh a trajectory of his career, just in the see, sense just of just the ticket prices go up, the, the ticket prices, and even what the value of the franchises were. Yeah. Pre-LeBron, what Cleveland was. During LeBron, this is the first seven years. Yeah. Post-LeBron, Miami. Yeah. Like it's you can say this for multiple players. Like
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. In in every sport
2: for sure, dude. Golden State was Chris Mullen grabbed the mic when Bob Myers bought the team. <laughs> grabbed the mic and was like, hey, man, Queens, don't boo him. Chris Mullen. Yeah, shouts to <laughs> please. He's like, hey, don't boo him. He's going to bring a winning culture here. Like, you mm-hmm. know, because Golden State was kind of a laughing stock too. Bad.
1: They had that, the the We Believe Warriors. Yeah, the Baron Davis. Yeah. Kar- no, not Karolinko. I'm sorry. He
2: dunked on He Karolinko. dunked on Karolinko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they had uh, Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jack, correct. They had some. Matt right? Barnes. Yes, uh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So that was... That was a guy who like grabbed the mic and was like, "Yo, chill, man." So like, what's what's Curry's value to go? Dude, they opened up a new arena. Yes, they did in
1: San Francisco. Not the cheapest place. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like the tech capital of the fucking globe.
1: So not not, not expensive real estate prices yeah. in San so Francisco. Them
2: them to do that, like yeah. I think
1: they got to be making money somewhere, right? And it's because of uh, a handful of players. Absolutely. So yes, um by the way, they are worth their money. Trade is official. Rajon Rondo to the
2: Clippers for two second round picks, Cash and Lou Williams.
0: Oh, they gave up Lou Will?
2: <laughs> Lou Will goes to Magic City where you got wings named after him. That's going to be
1: great. Oh, no.
2: Oh, the jokes are coming in. No, that's it. He's uh... pepper Lou to Atlanta.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're all coming in. Damn, how many, how many days you think he's at, spending at Buckhead? He's just going to be there like. Oh, dude. He's, in a... he's going to every strip club in
2: Atlanta. Listen, man. If I had wings <laughs> named after me, bro, at a place, like I'm gonna go indulge.
1: Yeah. Yo, Lou Will. Yo, Lou Will. Unbelievable. So, that dude has had a great NBA career. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's played on a lot of teams too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but you know, I'm surprised they trade him. I thought they. I guess they wanted to lock up a little more out at perimeter defense. He's not really that good of a defender out there. Great scorer, but I think they noticed that. Yo, we need we need defense to win yeah. championships
2: yeah let's uh let's wrap this up man we got about yeah. a half hour before the deadline so anything new that comes in i'm sure i'll touch on a future episode but john i appreciate you pulling up man Oh yeah gotta it was a i also got to do the six pack with you patreon exclusive yes yes um Shout make out. sure you guys are checking those out if you're members of the patreon patreon.com slash veterans minimum you can find it for as little right. as five dollars a month all that money goes to supporting the show and i can't thank you guys enough the floor is yours where can people find you social media where you
1: at yeah, so uh, I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm not very, very prevalent on it, but I could be found at, at @jadezelvis, J-N-T-Z-E-L-V-E-S on Instagram. And uh, that's about it. Other than that, you can find me here in New York City, running mm. around, doing my thing, hustling, running around. That's what we do, baby. Young crypto. We didn't even talk about that. I want to talk nah, about no that no, I know cryptos,
2: you. man. Uh, another time. We stay, we stay time. away from those. Hey, <laughs> guys, we'll catch you, we'll <laughs> catch you next time all right i'm piecing this after we've just recorded the episode and the six-pack thank god that we ended up staying until about three o'clock because the biggest piece moved oladipo goes to miami Mm -hmm. rockets get avery bradley kelly olenek and a 2020 draft pick swap you said something interesting that it's a rental but what you gave up is basically trash.
1: Yeah. You you you, you did not lose much <laughs> you, to you, get a good piece. You do this,
2: yeah. you do this every day of the week and every now
1: day. 7 days every day. No and, question.
2: And now you said something interesting when we were outside just just <laughs> chopping it up before I decided for us to come back in
1: here. They got some dogs. Butler, dogs. bam. Whole depot now. They are not giving up on plays. They're going to they're going to hound you. They're going to especially Butler And Oladipo on the perimeter, you are you are not getting shots off for free. You're gonna get bodied. They are they're ballers. Like they're gonna play, and they're gonna play the entire time they're on the court. And they're veterans. You know, they 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 got that little chip on their shoulder, especially Oladipo. You know, this guy was traded from India from Indiana on the Pacers. He had a great season two years ago. Um, Most improved player, I believe, that season. Got hurt, you know, and then kind of became expendable after that, uh, you know. Bound, got traded, and you know he really didn't have a future in Houston. He was just a trade piece to get, to get, you know, to move forth from his contract because he was hurt. And he's a dog. Great pickup for Miami. Dude, Difference he was
2: maker. he was an All NBA guy not too long ago. Of
1: course, two years ago, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that that first year when he went season before COVID. Yeah, Yeah, the year that he went to the Pacers, that first year. Yep, after OKC, I believe he kind of had a he was playing with Russ West, Russ in OKC. No one really does well with Russ. I also think when he (laughs) went to yeah when he went
2: to Indiana, he was back at home, right? He was a Hoosier. Yeah, he was a Hoosier. Yes, he was. So that just made him he was at ease. Yeah, right. And he
1: he he showed he can ball. Like this man is legit.
2: I always liked Oladipo. I was always a Oladipo fan. I'm still an Oladipo fan, too. If you're Miami now, you kind of put yourself back into the conversation. Yeah, the hunt. Absolutely. Because if you think of, you got to, the two guys that you need to start getting more out of is Robinson and Harrow. Yes. Because those were the guys that were shooting lights out in the bubble that really gave them that deciding factor. The X factor, Yeah. Yeah. Because you know where you're going to get with Butler. And Bam also, he really took the next step Mm -hmm. and showed his worth. Absolutely. Got rewarded with a contract afterwards,
1: too. They were missing one big piece last season in the finals when Drogic went down. They really missed that perimeter score. And, you know, Drogic is still there. Um, But if he was to get hurt, which can happen, uh, you have that... You have a stud out there. Like you're, you're, you're not losing anything, you know. And vice versa with Oladipo. You know, you, you have, you still have Dragic out there to, to take those minutes. Um, I, I think this is a great trade for them. I, I don't see how they, how this is negative for Miami in any way. They, this, this arguably puts them even with, you know, even with the Bucks. I, it, call me crazy, but we'll see how they do going forth. Like how they assimilate him into the lineup. But they have, you know, a third of a season left to figure it out. And uh, you, you don't get worse from adding a defensive stud. And also, ever. You, didn't ever, lose, ever. Yeah, you didn't lose anything from your, your core that was... Yeah, you didn't give up a butler. You didn't give up an out of bio. You didn't give up your... Even your a Harrow or a Robinson. Yeah, you exactly. didn't lose a
2: piece that you were
1: banking on
2: or exactly. has been playing a lot with you. So, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. Wow. I think this was... Possibly
1: this... the biggest trade of the day. if For sure. The, the 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 biggest game changing trade of the day.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Like I know we mentioned Aaron Gordon, Gordon before, yeah. Because he went to the Nuggets, but now there's a team that represented the East the Defending Eastern Conference Champions, right? We can't take yeah, that away no, from them. No, you cannot take and that, I, that away. I think from them. now you have let me ask you this, the mm-hmm. the Bucks big three versus this big three. Where are you going? Oof. That's a great question. Um so you got Drew, Middleton, and Giannis,
1: Oladipo, Butler, and Bam. You know, I, I I lean towards the Bucks. I you can't count out the Heat though because they've done it already. I lean towards the Bucks though. I think the Bucks are still playing with that little chip on your, their shoulder. Yeah, that's i uh, I'm looking at the. Uh, uh, that's a that's a series I would love to watch, because you know both teams are <clears throat> going. They're going for it. Because you know Miami didn't win, so they're not they're not satisfied. Right, right. You know, it's they're not like just... they won, and they're like, yeah, you know, we already got one. We're kind of,
2: you know, they're they're hungry. Yeah, man, I like this a
1: lot. I think great. I'm happy. I'm happy stuff. You know, trades like this occur. This is why the trade deadlines here, man. That's why it's an exciting day because you get to watch, you get to see these 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 big moves occur and you're like holy shit this 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 makes a difference like this sways you know like if they're playing against the nets Kevin Durant Harden um and Irving you know you you these guys are now guardable like you have, With what you have yeah, yeah you that's have, a great you have, point you have, you have elite defenders now playing defense on these guys you know so that you know it makes a difference damn i can't believe that they kept and they didn't lose. They they lost Linux? Yeah, you know, it's, like he's a, he's a good piece there, but mm. you know he's not he's not moving the he's not moving the needle for you,
2: bro. You you get all the depot, and you didn't give up Robinson or hero who were pretty much. I think Toronto even said that if we were gonna make a move for Lowry, you need You're to have one, one of those. those. Yeah, I mean, so it, it, to get all the depot for the. Like, not no, much. You ain't Avery Bradley from Boston. That was no, no, no. no. Right? It's been a while. Yeah. It's been like five years. Yeah,
1: yeah. A- Avery Bradley. Yeah. I think he decided to sit last season out. He didn't feel like playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're good, man. So we don't feel <laughs> like having you. We don't feel like having you. So he, he may, he may have been. He was concerned about coronavirus, but you know, I don't want to make a joke about that. But he, uh, yeah, he sat last season. Like he, he, he didn't
2: play. Well, bro, you saw what happened with the Chiefs and Damian Williams, right? Damian Williams is yeah. like, yo, I want to come back. They're like, peace. Yep. Yeah. We uh, wasted a first round pick. Correct. on your position, because yeah. we thought you were going to be here. So yep. yeah, you're not yeah. just going to come and go when you want. We yeah. understand the virus is a serious thing, but also we're a business, we're an organization. We, we got to
1: keep the train. The train keeps moving, man. If you ain't hopping on board, We got to let you go. And uh, it, 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 that's sports. It's business. It's life. Like you know, you get these opportunities, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta grab them. Can't let them go. And. Uh, the
0: you think you got it I got it for real. You think you got what I got? Uh. You think you got it I got it for real. You think you got what I got? Uh. This one for those they forget in my city. This one for those they forget. Yeah. This dog off the leash and it's ready to kill.
2: Homie go finish your meal. I'm coming for real taking that food right off of your grill. Nicky, too ill, can't let it drop on me spill. clogging the lane, I'm feeling the stream, I'm here for the spot to be filled. Not to be cocky, but all of you watching while I'm in the cup paying property bills. Got it.